0: Welcome to Queer Conversation. In the virtual studio with me today is Lauren Anderson and Megan May. We just produced a very quirky, unusual podcast series um, called Starship Q Star. It launched a couple of weeks ago. It's a queer science fiction comedy show. Give us an an overview and start. How did this um, come about? Um, well, it was um,
1: we first came up with the idea during lockdown um, a couple of years ago um, when everyone and their, their dog was making a podcast because it seemed like an easy thing to do during lockdown and um, And we're massive sci-fi nerds and love comedy, Mm -hmm. so we wanted to do something in that space. So it's basically about a tone-deaf space agency sending the first all-non-men crew to Mars after a few scandals that they have done. Um, So it's basically a PR mission. Um, And while they're on this journey, they land at Mars and find out that everyone's abandoned the base except for one man. Um, and then they find out Earth has been destroyed. So they decide to get on their spaceship and explore the universe. Yeah, to find a new home. Oh, and the two captains, um, the space agency had two co-captains, and the two captains are ex-girlfriends as well, to make it more complicated.
2: Uh, Yeah, and we'd also seen an article that was about NASA wanting to take all women to space because they thought they wouldn't have sex and distract each other. Which we thought was absolutely hilarious because that would to us would just be the most drama-filled, ridiculous mission possible. So that was also a big
0: influence for us. Paul, you do have a trailer which we can listen to. It's day twelve and we, the last six humans in the universe, can only do one thing.
1: Use the faster-than-light engine to scour the vast unknown reaches of space in search of a new home. How friggin' cool is that?! Have you ever wondered what would happen if Star Trek and the L Word had a weird, hilarious baby? Lesbians have broken up and become best friends since time immemorial. So, there's no reason we can't be best co-captains instead. Starship Q-Star, a comedy fiction podcast about two polar opposites, Aurelia and Sim, co-captains of a starship and ex-girlfriends.
0: You're one sixth of the entire human population and we're stuck in space together forever.
1: Classic queer breakup. When Earth is mysteriously destroyed, the broken-up Aurelia and Sim must work together to lead their very queer crew. And you're most excited about the uh, new frontier of space medicine. Ah, Captain, uh, that'd be an alien encounter of a sexual kind. Uh, crew reports show that everyone needs to top and up. I
2: feel so amazing and so anxious, but mostly amazing.
1: And joined by the last man in the universe...
2: Yay, we're all back together again.
1: The Starship Q-Star is on a journey across the galaxy in search of a new home. <laughs>
0: Do you think that's an eye or a butthole? Definitely a butthole! Maybe don't put your arm in...
2: (laughs) Too it.
1: It pollinated over me.
2: What an honour. Staring into each other's eyes and naming nebulas is not (gasps) foreplay. Well, thank you, Sim. Now I'm turned on.
1: Justy, mate, now would be a great time for some of that 100% best astronaut pilot bullshit. Let's go to war! Featuring some of Australia's best comedic and acting talent, Starship Q Star is launching soon where all good podcasts are found. (laughs) Lesbian.
0: Jesus, that was... So that sounded like heaps of fun, wrong. But both of you have got a background in writing and in, in theatre writing in um, in comedy. You have won awards. How did you find a difference in, in writing for a podcast?
2: Yeah. Well, we yeah. So we um. Why we did uh, audio drama first? Like we did that because we wanted to do something that was close to uh, a TV sitcom in form. I suppose so. We wanted something that was serialized. Uh, Multiple episodes, um, and we wanted uh, also something that could go everywhere. So, audio drama is a really accessible um, platform. Mm. Um, You can, it's free, we can make it free. So, our show is free to listen to, Um, and it can go all over the world. Also, we wanted to do something that we could control the tone, uh, the content. and the style of and so by doing it in audio drama we had absolute say over what we were doing and how we were doing it, which was really, really, really fun. So we wanted them to be all queer, we wanted them to be really funny, we wanted them to be really stupid as well. Like we really like silly comedy. Um and we didn't want the stories necessarily to be all about like coming out and um those sort of typical storylines that um maybe more mainstream um broadcasters like. We wanted it to be about just people being together and they're all queer, they're all very sexual still and the problems they have come from themselves and if they're not together, it's not because they're not out or anything like that, it's because they've done something stupid and they have to try and work it out between each other.
0: If you listen to it, you really understand that it's a really fantastic uh, production quality behind it like it's not an easy thing that you just sit in your lounge room and you're you're mucking around like you know the 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 sound effects you're using um uh, it, it cannot be easy one of the things they teach you in screenwriting and
1: theater writing is you know you want to show things not tell it in exposition or in, in that mm-hmm. kind of thing so learning to have to have to get information out through dialogue in a more expositionary way that doesn't sound clunky and using just audio it really was a huge learning curve for us and we had to um have read-throughs and and um you know give it to people to 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 see if it made sense to them before Mm -hmm. we sort of went into production to make sure it made sense and then it was about um surrounding ourselves with um some really talented people in the audio um sphere our um sound designer Darius kedros who has worked in theater um, we worked a lot with him to sort of um, find the sound of it and make sure it sounded really good.
2: Yeah, and he was really particular, I suppose. like He really wanted it to be a fully fleshed-out world, which is what we wanted too. So he was also pushing. We were just really lucky to find him because he wanted it to be as good as we did. So yeah. he went the extra mile and made sure that it, it sounded as full and as big as a real universe as we wanted it to be. So we, we felt very fortunate to be able to work with him.
1: Yeah, and um, because we had so many great uh, theatre actors and comedians, mm. we wanted to record it um, all together. So we had like a studio and we had one microphone and we would sort of build the the, um, the almost the sets in place so they would stand where they would on the bridge to make it sort of that more immersive kind of sound yeah. and we could have that energy of those um, actors in the room feeding off each other. So yeah. it was really fun.
2: Kind of like an old school
0: radio play. Yeah, basically. Yeah. It's really important to have that energy, isn't it? Like it would yeah. would have been really hard to have to record by yourself at home if COVID lockdown. I mean, you are in Melbourne, is that right? Yeah. So you had a lot of yeah. lockdowns um, and that would have been tempting to do. But mm. at that stage, the other lockdowns, you were actually just writing it.
2: Yeah, I mean, we did consider um, recording it separately and I think that was the initial plan. But by the time we had we, we spent a long time, we took our time developing the scripts and the story because that was something we really mm-hmm. wanted to nail. Um And by the time we'd done that, we had one lockdown lift, so we were all able to get the crew or the cast together, sorry, um, to do a read-through. But once we had that read-through, we'll, we really did know that we wanted to hold out for our dream goal, which was, was to record all together because. Once we had them all mm. together, we could see the energy, we could see the magic that was between them. So we didn't want to break them up. So we we elected to um, wait through the next lockdown <laughs> <laughs> to record. So it, did, it dragged it out, but yeah. we feel that it's certainly worthwhile. And it was so much fun to record with
0: everyone. So mm. we're really glad to have done that. How long did it take from initial idea to the final product?
1: Yeah, we we had (laughs) the initial idea in 2020 um, and then we started applying for funding um, towards the end of that year. Um, And then most of 2021 was taken up with writing the scripts. Um, Mm -hmm. We had a few delays. Lauren um, works in TV and has went away for um, four months in that time to sort of work on other shows. Mm -hmm. Um, And once she was back sort of by the end of early 2022, we were ready to start doing those read-throughs and then we had a couple of COVID-related delays. We had COVID, then our mm-hmm. cast got COVID right mm-hmm. before we started recording, um, so that sort of pushed um, our dates out again um, and we ended up recording in um, July 2022 and then from then um, we've s- been doing post. Been doing post, I mean, and Lauren yeah. had another job overseas again, so that slowed mm-hmm. us down. But, yeah, so it's been about two years all up with the um, a few breaks in between but uh we think we've created something that sounds like just as good as podcasts like from the BBC or um uh, other big networks and um yeah it's doing pretty well so but um yeah no we've had um all it we can sort of see the stats all over the world and there's you know so many countries have been listening like we've got uh, our biggest country is the United States Mm -hmm. um and and the UK I think we're going well in the charts there
2: too Canada is doing well but also, like, seeing people listening in the UAE and Russia as well. So that's been really special to realize that we are reaching people in spaces that um, might not get access to much queer content. Um, yeah, so, and that's something I never really thought mm-hmm. about. So it's been really, really
0: great to have that as an, another outcome. And, Megan, you, you were the computer in the... Yes so um how do you how do you stop being the computer she was literally in the bathroom this morning
2: doing the computer voice so um <laughs> I could hear her I was like oh, it's never gonna stop um but yeah we sort of did that like as much as I just really
1: wanted to be in it because I don't know it would be fun it was really fun um yeah. we also did that kind of like just in case there are any plot holes or things that didn't make sense I could do a little bit of the computer voice to um explain exposition if we needed to luckily mm-hmm. we haven't really had to do that um but yeah it was fun <laughs> I would sort of emulate this kind of Siri voice and then um we'd put like a filter on it to make it sound like it's coming out of the yeah. the shit but it would some of that inflection is is in the performance because we've heard uh, those yeah. kind of AI voices so much
2: yeah it actually was like there was definitely more of a performance in it than maybe you would think that like you would have to be careful about how much you're breathing because you don't want to hear a computer breathing and um, you don't want to have too much emotion. And But also our computer is a bit sassy and can she, she can be a bit of a bitch sometimes, um, particularly toward, like, a particular character. They have a bit of, like, um, tension. Um, so it was important to make, you know how, like, sometimes you get Siri on your phone or your uh your phone ai and they can be kind of like are you having a a go (laughs) they can feel a bit cheeky so we really wanted that feeling about the computer so we wanted it was a balance to strike about them being a neutral sort of uh element but also they can be kind of sassy and a little bit of a bitch (laughs) so
0: yeah You, you did achieve that because i mean i've only watched the first couple of episodes and uh the, the voice that stood out for me or the, the character, put it that way, was the computer.
1: Oh, oh great. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, babe. My first big <laughs> acting gig.
0: <laughs> you, you describe on your website what a Q star is because you must have had a reason why you named your uh, podcast Starship Q star. Explain to the audience what Q star stands for. Well,
1: the Q is like, a nod obviously to the very queer crew, but it's actually also um, uh, it's similar to a black hole, apparently, but it's known as a gray hole, mm-hmm. um, which we thought was kind of funny. And so it sort of suits it's you know ticks both boxes for us. so
0: um, And how can people support this podcast?
2: If you can go on um, if you go on Apple Podcasts um, and just search um Starship Keystar or spotify any of the major um podcasts um providers we, we are hosted on you can also just go to our website which is starshipqstar.com and you can find all the information about us and the show uh, and also the full list of where you can listen as well
0: what are your top three or two podcasts that you're listening to at the moment Ooh, there are
2: uh, yeah there's a lot out at the
0: moment um um, my current favourite
2: one is one called Oblivity, which is um, a UK um, podcast uh, about, uh, it's also about space because I like space and it's also really, really goofy, but it's very funny. So I really enjoyed that one.
1: Um, and I've, I've been a bit, I'm a bit, you know, another nerd um, podcast recommendation is uh, there's a there was a Doctor Who podcast, which is called yeah. Doctor Who Redacted, which was about um, some people that, had started a podcast about these weird happenings about Doctor Who, this doc, Doctor character, and it was, it was really diverse, really, um, really great, really well done. Um, yeah, so listen to that too.
0: Well, thank you so much for, for joining your Conversations today and sharing your new podcast that has just come out. Thank, thank you. you so
2: much. Thank you.